Good morning. Welcome to the Chavod Levavod class on Shara Bitachon. We are currently studying the fourth Pedic. Yesterday we spoke about the fourth category where a person has to have Bitachon and what the proper way to have Bitachon is. The category that we started discussing, which is again the fourth category, that refers to mitzvot, which don't involve anyone else. What's called mitzvot, ben adam lamakom, between a person and Hashem. And those of all, we said that a person should not have bitachon in the inyanim of choosing to do the right thing. Rather, he only has to have bitachon in what's called the gemara ma'aseh, if it's actually going to get done or not. The Chavot Lavavot explains, as he continues, and he says, that the difference between Avodat Hashem and Olam Hazeh is the following, which means previously until now, the first three categories, we spoke about things that have to do with this world. And we spoke about how we have to understand that nothing's in our control and everything being out of our control, we have to have bitachon in Hashem that He'll give us our parnasah, etc. Asks the Chavot Ravot, why is it or what really, what makes it that Avodat Hashem is different than things of Olam Hazeh. Which is, we really touched on this, but he goes into it a little more. And he says like this, The first reason why the Inyanim of Olam Hazeh, the Parnasah things, cannot be compared to the Avodat Hashem things, is because, number one, the first reason is, that when it comes to things of Olam Hazeh, a person has no way of knowing what's going to work and what's not going to work. Which means, like we spoke about, there's no commandment for you to be in any specific business or to use any specific intermediary or emtsa'i in order to acquire your parnasah. You could do this business, you could do that business. You could do this for your health, you could do that for your health. There's no way to know really which one is correct. And therefore, common sense dictates, or, or the, the common sense of bitachon dictates, that after we do what we do, not knowing what the outcome will be, we're required and we must put our bitachon in Hashem that He will help us. However, when it comes to avodat Hashem, that's not the case. Hashem already told us. Hashem already commanded us in the Torah what we're supposed to be doing. The halacha, etc. We know where we're supposed to be. We know where we're supposed to be going. And therefore, once we know the correct thing, how could we have bitachon in Hashem guide us in the correct way. We know where we're supposed to be going. We know that we're supposed to be getting out of bed in the morning to go pray and put on tefillin. We know that we're supposed to be mekayem mitzvot. And therefore, it makes no sense for a person to have bitachon in regards to doing mitzvot. That if Hashem puts it in my heart, if Hashem pushes me to do a mitzvah, then I'll do the mitzvah. There's no sense in that. And therefore, of course, when it comes to mitzvot, we have to push ourselves with our bechira, of course, to make the choices. And like we said, of course, the bitachon does come when it comes to the inyan of the gemar ha-mitzvah, finishing up the mitzvah. Are you going to actually uh, bring it into fruition? Are you going to going to be completing the mitzvah? Or are you just chashab la'asot mitzvah? In that area, we said it's out of your control, and that bitachon does come in. The Chavot Ravot continues and he explains that there's another reason, there's another difference between Olam Hazeh and Olam Haba, meaning Parnasah aspects, things of Parnasah, and when it comes to mitzvot and Torah things. And that difference is like this. Sometimes when it comes to Parnasah, you may do something that would seem correct, that would seem like the right thing. 
And yet it ends up being that it was, uh, it was a big mistake. Not because you were able to know. Something that was out of your control, but it was a mistake. And it was something that if you could go back, maybe you would try to you know, not do that. It would have been better for you had you not done that thing. And therefore, what's good is not always good. And what's bad is not always bad. And therefore, in a world where good could be bad and bad could be good, how could we rely on ourselves? And therefore, we're required to rely on bitachon. However, when it comes to Torah and mitzvot, the Torah is very clear. Mitzvot are always good. Averot are always bad. There's never a time where you could do a mitzvah and then look back and say, well, that mitzvah really was bad for me. I shouldn't have done it. There's no such thing. Every mitzvah is always good. And every averah is always bad. And therefore, in the concept of bitachon, a person has to know when it comes to mitzvot that there's, everything's clear cut. There's no mistakes. Hashem tells you a mitzvah is good. That means no matter which way you cut it, no matter what situation you're in, this is good. This is good. That means that a person will never lose from doing this. When something's so clear like that, there's no room for any confusion, for any mistake, then of course there's no room for bitachon in that thing. A person has to do that. It's obvious. Do it. There's no mistake. Only when there's room for mistake, when there's room for confusion, when you could be misunderstanding the situation, that's when you have to have bitachon, that Hashem will guide you correctly. But if it's very clear, this is always good, then there's no bitachon in that. You have to do what's good. So therefore, of course, everything in Olam Hazeh is unclear. It's, a, it, it's, it's hazy. We, we don't see so clearly. And therefore, that's why we need to bitachon. When it comes to mitzvot, we know we're supposed to be doing. And that's why there's no room for bitachon when a person does uh, mitzvot. However, of course, in the Gemara Ma'aseh, when it comes to finishing the mitzvah, that's where you have to have bitachon, of course. That's where you have to pray. That Hashem should give you the zechud, He should give you the koach to be able to be gomer the mitzvah, to finish the mitzvah. We find David Melech many times in Tehillim prays for this, that he should have the ability to finish the mitzvah. Right? Right? And David Melech prayed many times for that. And the Chavot Ravot explains a very interesting thing. He says, David HaMelech prayed when it came to Avodat Hashem. Of course he did the Bechira. And we find that he prayed for two things. Number one is that he prayed to Hashem that he shouldn't be deterred by different things of this world. Which means the way they explain this is that of course a person could choose as much as he wants to let's say give tzedakah or let's say he wants to go to class. He wants to go learn. So now he gets, he gets out of his house. He starts walking towards the shul and he's going to go learn now. So many things could happen that could disrupt him from learning. Meaning he could get a phone call, he could start thinking about this, someone could ask him for help. There's so many things that could take him away from his learning. So David HaMelech prayed, number one, Hashem, don't let the things of Olam Hazer, don't let all the tirdot, all the troubles and all the things that we become busy with, don't let them pull me away from my Avodat Hashem. Let me be able to have Avodat Hashem and be able to, to, to go forward with it. And the second thing he prayed for was that Hashem should be mechazekim, Hashem should give him the strength that he should be able to complete the pe'olot of Odat Hashem b'shlemut, that he should be able to have the gemar mitzvah to finish it up. But the Siyah Salman over here explains a very interesting thing, thing about, about, um, about Bechira. Of course, 
is talking a lot about Bechira. What Yisrael Zalman explains in short, he says that what Bechira a person has to know is, is Bechira is not the ability to do something. An animal can also do something. If an animal, and it's not the ability to want something. Animals also, when they want to eat, they go eat. So therefore, a person wanting to eat and going to eat is not what's called Bechira. Bechira, he explains, is, is the ability of a human being to go against his natural tendencies. Which means, if you want to eat something and a person is able to hold himself back because he knows that it's a sur, that's Bechira. That's a koach that we have that animals don't. And a person has to uh, understand, so to speak, that the, that the Bechira in a person is to overcome, to work on yourself, on your natural tendencies. So that Hashem, we should be able to work on ourselves and see the bringing of Mashiach Zedkenu and Rabbi Aminu. Have a wonderful day.